You're listening to Ramble, Record, Repeat. Hey, buddy. Hey, pal. How's it going? It's going all right. You sound like my neighbor again. <laughs> <laughs> you want some pickles? You want the deep fried pickles, Chris? <laughs> uh, oh, my. Um, are you ready for today's episode or oh, this I month's am, episode? I'm so born ready. Um Actually, you were, we were only for this one episode. You were born ready. Just for this episode, I'm born ready. It's actually <laughs> funny because I messaged you yesterday, I think, and I'm like, okay, do you want to record? I think I said Sunday or Wednesday. And I actually, when I messaged you, I'm like, geez, it's almost in the middle of the month. I'm like, we should probably record sometime soon. So um, yeah. Wednesday worked out better, actually. I think for everybody, I know you're busy on the weekend, so. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny though, like how you sit there and you're like, you don't realize it. we're like, okay, we really should be recording this now, but then it happens so easily. Oh, I'm yeah. not trying to sound like like it's like our podcasts are just effortless. You can tell by the quality, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it just like it kind of like we just okay, we're doing it today, doing it today, quickly, and then boom, there we go. Yeah, like and and I'm looking at it, go, I'm like, well, I I think you're gonna need a little bit of time for editing. I know you normally like to to have at least a week. So I'm like, we better get this done now or we're going to run out of yeah. time to have the episode come out uh, before the end of the month. So ah, we can poop it out. Don't worry. It'll all be good. We'll just, uh, just put it all together, throw it against the wall and see what sticks. Boom. Make it sound good. Just do I sound like your neighbor there? Is that your other neighbor from Brooklyn? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I have one neighbor <laughs> from Brooklyn and one neighbor from, I don't know where <laughs> he's a deep fried pickle expert. He is a deep fried pickle. So, salesman. so the, so this episode is kind of a episode that you decided, and I, I as soon as you told me what you want to do, I, I, I totally wanted to jump on board. So do you want to, you want to take it away? This episode is brought to you by the Berry Game Exchange, which is happening Yay! on April the seventh um, at its new location of the Holly Community Center at one seventy one Maple Avenue. Barry, Ontario. There is 140 tables of video games and accessories, board games, vintage toys, pop figures, geek art, and so much more. As well, we are being sponsored by EB Games, where you can come and win a $300 EB Games gift card, free entry with paid admission. That's right, the Barry Game Exchange on Sunday, April the 7th. And if you haven't told, if you have not found out yet, this episode is the shameless self promotion episode. I'm just gonna talk about my shoulders. <laughs> How you have to? <laughs> I was gonna. Sit, I was like, I was, I was kind of sitting there, and I'm like, man, that actually sounds like a pretty good like radio promotion. I would totally listen to that on the radio. Not that I have a choice on the radio, right? Like what they play is what they play, but you could totally uh, that would work. Eh? Throw that just out there. Throw that out there. Yeah, I think that would work. Yeah, yeah. I, I just figured. You know what? Uh, the Bear Game Exchange is up next month, and it's my baby. This is our eighth one, and. Um, I don't know if I'll give away any secrets that people don't already know, but I wanted to promote it on our show um, and just let everybody know about not even just my convention, but conventions in general and how awesome they are. And I figured this is a good way to promote it and just kind of talk about them. Well, the fun thing is, uh, for those of you that don't know, this is actually how I met you was the, was the, was through the Barry game exchange. The very first one. Yeah. And then um, we met very briefly very very briefly very briefly yeah um because you were like very busy it was it was a lot of fun i remember um 
what's it called? Uh, in your game room. Yes, right? they were there. Yes, they were, and they had a drone shot. I'm like, that oh, was so cool. And I was talking to those guys. Um, I went. I was there with Miles and um, <clears throat> my other friend Josh, and we had such a good time. And then I got a message from you. We talked a little bit, and then myself and Miles ended up coming up to your place for the very first time. And we did an interview with you about the Barry game exchange. And I remember yeah, that for the next one. Yeah. You know, it's funny. You wanted to do this episode and then that popped up in my memories on Facebook, that video. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. So That's it was awesome. kind of like went hand in hand. And I remember shooting that video because uh, I was interviewing you and miles was my cameraman. I had like the two cameras set up. But my, my, Miles is getting not attacked, but uh, getting some loving from your dogs. Well, yeah, he's. Uh, I don't think he's um, well versed in dogs. Um, they can tell, though. I think like they go to the person that seems to be the most uncomfortable, and yeah. they try to make them uncomfortable, which makes them more uncomfortable. Yeah, pretty much, right? So, yeah, it was pretty funny. I remember that. No, that was good times, and uh, yeah. First time yeah. seeing your ridiculous, amazing game room. Yeah, which which I've seen countless times. In yeah, now. and it's changed so much since then. Like, I uh, yeah, you got a copy of Pretty Woman. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that was hidden from me for like two months before I found it. I know it was perfect. I love that. Yeah, but um, <laughs> it's just amazing to think back that first show and how much we've grown now. Um, oh, not even considering like the space of mm, the show. Yeah. Right. Like, cause that's a lot of the time when I go to these events, the thing I look for the most isn't the deals or isn't like, um, games or anything like that, because I'm not much of a collector. Like I was, but now I'm not so much anymore. I just go hang out with people. And if I see a board game or like an amiibo that I want and it's a decent price, I'll grab it there. Cause it's very convenient for me to do that. Right. Yeah. But what I look for the most in conventions is space to move around. Mm-hmm. And when you went from your first venue all the way to your last one, which unfortunately I wasn't able to attend, but even this one, the space has just got bigger and bigger, which means more comfortable for people to maneuver around and actually take their time and look at things on the, on the, I guess the desks or the tables. Yeah. Yeah. We have like eight foot uh, aisles for everybody to walk through. So I mean, you don't have to worry about bumping bellies and bumping butts with people as you walk through, brushing up against the smelly people. You've got enough room to kind of stay away and uh, do your own thing. If you want to take footage while you're walking around, it's not a problem. You don't exactly. have to worry about getting people's way. Um, I've been to some shows where their aisles, you have to like, excuse me, I'm just going to sneak past here to get around people. And that's not fun. Um, well, you, you almost feel like you're inconveniencing them and trying to... And, unintentionally rushing them away from finding something that they potentially want as well. Right. Because most people, when they come to these events, they have a bag, they have a box with them because they do trades, they do deals. And also if they purchase something, they want to put it in something for them to carry, which is completely understandable. That's what this community is all about. Right. That's what this whole thing is all about. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like the fact that you have those aisles and the space and everything in between, it makes things, Oh, I love that because, mm. like you said, I've been to ones. I've been to the same ones you've been, mm-hmm. and you walk through, and I've actually had to leave certain swaps. Yep, I because hear you. you need to go out and get some air. I'm or... a bigger guy. <laughs> I'm a bigger guy, but I also have, and I'm not saying this is against the swap. I actually have like claustrophobic issues sometimes, where if there's a lot of people and I feel like I can't move or breathe, I freak out. Mm-hmm. So I have to go. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree with you on that 100%. Yeah, we uh, 
we've done a great job on that aspect of it. I, I for sure pat myself on the back there. Um, <laughs> no, nah, you're dude, that was, you're, I was gonna say you're totally just patting yourself on the butt. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I could do that too. Chris likey. But yeah, I mean, um, even like I said, with this show, we actually, we got EB games on board to sponsor uh, huge, huge for us. We have our posters up in, um, I guess it's about eight locations. Uh, unfortunately, um, for those of you that follow Barry Game Exchange on social media, and if you don't, make sure you go do it now on Twitter at Barry Game Exchange, Facebook, we're Barry Game Exchange, and Instagram, we're Barry Game X. Um, we had to switch locations at the last minute. So Monday morning, I get to work and uh, I'm just doing my normal work thing and I was all happy all right all our posters are up we just handed out a bunch of posters to vendors this past weekend so they're going to get them up in stores and uh, we're a month out everything's looking good we're rolling along and my cell phone rings and I answer it and it's the uh, guy that runs our venue and he's calling calling me and he goes yeah uh, I left you a voicemail the other day Um, we're gonna have to move your uh, event I'm like, pardon? What? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> it's like the champ. I said pardon. pardon. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> I said pardon. Yeah, so uh, apparently um, there there's a number of arenas in the city of Barrie. And uh, one of the arenas, their uh, ice equipment is malfunctioning. So they no longer have ice or the ability to keep ice in that arena. So the arena where we're supposed to have the events, they need to leave the ice in longer now which will coincide with our event. So they have to move us to a third location that they own, um, the Holly Community Center. And it's actually very, very similar to where we've had our last uh, three events. It's a double pad arena. Yeah, it's a double pad arena. It's very big. Um, I know Bill is from SDC Pod is very happy because it's literally behind his house or in front of his house. Oh, this is the one we've gone by a couple times. Yes, exactly. So okay, this is where okay. it is. It's very close to Power Up Games as well, actually. Um, so, I mean, it sucks because I now have to spend my Thursday night or tomorrow night and uh, this weekend going back down to Toronto and going to all the other EB games in Central Ontario to replace the posters. Uh, we had to reprint all of our posters. Uh, I had to go on social media and fix all of the advertising we've been doing, uh, promoting where it was to put it to the new location. I'm just see. I for one, I for one was offended by these changes because you just threw those at me. Because <laughs> I had a great idea, I was waiting to tell you about this. Okay, if this happens again, mm-hmm. hear me out. Okay, next BGE on ice. Ooh, right? okay, okay. Ice capade BGE. <laughs> we could just be, <laughs> bring your skates. Skate and, for the deal. And now all I think about is Simpsons and Spinal Tap. It's not the bleeding splish splash show. <laughs> <laughs> We, what is it? We salute you, a half-inflated Dark Lord. <laughs> but yeah, you could do that. Like uh, BGE ice capades or BGE on ice. Mm. Mm. You got people selling cotton candy, those like little flashing seizure glow rods. Come on, man. Uh, we might have to do that. Maybe. Just maybe. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of sounded like Tim Allen there. Uh-huh. Yeah, like it's it's understandable, but the fact that they found you a replacement. Well, the the thing is, after I calmed down, so it took me about ten minutes to calm down. I was pretty upset, um, but I, I, I and, and rightfully so. It's a month away from exactly, show. but at least it is a month away a show and not a week. If it yes. was a week, that would be disastrous. The fact that it's a month away, our posters have only actually been up 
for one week in the EB Games locations. Um, and I even said to Paula, I said, you know what, though? If you think about it, so I went to a convention last weekend. Uh, I knew the name of the convention, GameX, but I didn't know where it was. I didn't look until the day I was going to look up the location of the address of where it is. So, I mean, very true. Most people are going to say, oh, Barry Game Exchange, Sunday, April 7th. They're going to remember that. And then they're going to go and Google it the day of to find out where to go. It's not like they're writing down, oh, this is the address. I got to go here. The only part it'll hurt is if maybe somebody took a picture of the poster to remember it. Exactly. But like, see, like that's where my wife tells me. Yeah. Is because she's a designer. The name for the thing is always the first. Mm -hmm. Boom. Very game exchange, yeah. right? Then the next thing you want is the date because mm -hmm. that's the call to action. That's the day you want to go. Yeah. Generally, the last thing on there for most things for advertising is the address because mm -hmm. people often Google it the day they're yeah. going. I, I mean, I'm less concerned now. I'll be a lot happier once the end of this week is over because I'll have all the new posters up and out. Everything will be good. Um, and yeah, we'll be back on track and looking forward to this huge event. Like I said, EB Games is there. They're sponsoring. They're going to have a booth set up where you can play some Xbox One and some Nintendo Switch. You can win a $300 EB Games gift card. Uh, that'll be given away. And we have... Uh, Sir Games a lot. Vincent is back again. I know you're going to love this. Oh, so there's a board game area that. set when, up. When I yeah. saw that post, yeah. uh, I had so much fun at that. We bought like six board games yeah. from him. So uh, they'll, he was so they'll friendly. be running a bunch of games. Um, if there's a board game anybody's interested in, they can bring it and we'll open it up and let you try it. They have one. I don't think I'll have time to try it, but it's actually a tabletop game and it's a Game of Thrones. Starks versus Lannisters tabletop game. Sounds really cool. Well, we already know how that's going to end, right? We already know these. Nothing good happens to the Starks. Well, nothing good happens to anybody in Game of Thrones, realistically. So <laughs> don't 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 go to the bathroom because you can get shot on the privy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I'm looking forward yeah. to it uh, since I wasn't able to make the last one, and you know, par some like crazy act of God, I will be there for this one. That is good news because it's always a much more uh, of a fun experience when you're there with me. Yeah, because I clothesline people when they're not looking. Put them through the tables. <laughs> Back to our game episode. Kevin's favorite episode. Or sorry, our wrestling episode. <laughs> yeah. Kevin's favorite episode. <laughs> Shout out to you, Kevin. That one's for you. <laughs> and, and speaking of Kevin, we actually have a couple questions that came in on the Twitter today. Yeah, like, I, I literally posted right up, before we started. Yeah, right I posted up saying we're going to record in the next 30 minutes. And just uh, for whatever reason, I'm like, I wonder what we're going to talk about. And I put like SpongeBob and Patrick kind of pondering over things. And we actually got a bunch of questions. So let's yeah, we got let's we got do one it. from Rocket Sauce. We got yep. one from um, where is it? Kevin. Yeah, obviously. Bird and then yeah. one one from where the, I'm just pulling up my phone right now. It's Josh the, the, Frantic the, the, Society. Josh. Yeah. Which is so, well, I guess we'll do Kevin first because he was the last person to answer the, ask the question. So he asked us, Fraser, why are you so ridiculously handsome? And <laughs> the answer to that is I was just born with it this way. It's just really good genetics. You know, you can't really, you can't really, you know, nothing else con like contributes to this. It's just, I'm just really genetically gifted. That's about it. That's it. End of question. End of question. Just move on. <laughs> why is he so handsome i'm just trying uh where is it do you not have it i, I, I should have had this prepared. i have it you, you, you if you have yeah go ahead so kevin yeah, yeah. who i don't really uh understand his twitter name right now but anyways 
Um, his question is, do either of you have any history with playing games on a computer or have you always been console thugs? Uh, I'm both. I'm, I do play PC. I play PC games and I played console. I was um, a heavy PC gamer when I was younger. Uh, I have tons of time in the world of Warcraft. I have. Oh my God. You played WoW too? I played WoW too. Yeah. I played yeah, WoW. I played WoW. Like back OG WoW. Vanilla? Where it took yeah, too. so long to level up. Like ridiculous. Yeah, you, you fart and you're level 60 now. I know. Yeah. Like it's. It, I played back when it was tough. Uh, like when I oh yeah I I played original yeah I I believe they call it like I said vanilla well. vanilla well yeah which apparently you can still play um, there's servers out there apparently you can still play it I believe when things made sense <laughs> yeah uh, I played a lot of StarCraft I don't know if never you, played StarCraft no I played a lot of those like uh, RTS games I played like Warcraft. StarCraft I played some Warcraft um, Command and Conquer a lot of Command and Conquer RTS games I always found were tons of fun. Like we would sit there and we'd play the same map in Starcraft over and over again, me and like three buddies. And we'd always be like, okay, five, five minute time limit to set up your base before you can attack somebody. And that was always fun. Uh, I played a little bit of first person shooters, not a lot, like some um, battlefield 2142. I remember playing a lot of that um, and left for dead Two. played a lot of that as well, which was a lot of fun. Um, see, I played Left 4 Dead on console. I can't play first-person shooters on computer to save my life. See, and I am terrible first-person shooter with a keyboard and mouse. Oh, horrible. See, I'm the opposite. Horrible. I, I'm horrible with with a controller. I'm way better with keyboard and mouse, but I play nowadays most of them on console. See, I, I don't know. I And it's not that I played first-person shooters a lot to begin with. It's just... I'm, I find it's easier for me to control with my... Like, with a controller than it is with a keyboard and mouse. Um, I played a lot of, like, really old... Like and a lot of really old DOS games like Skier Die, uh, Scorched Earth, um, like just tons, tons, tons of old games. I played uh, Duke Nukem. Yep. Played a bunch of Duke Nukem. One of the very f- random first-person shooters I played. I played Wolfenstein as well, which is another uh, first-person shooter. I did try to play. Um, was it Mist? Yep. Whatever that I hated that game. Yeah, Riven um, and Mist and yeah, all those yeah, things. Yeah, played a little of that, and that was about it. But I did play a lot of WoW, um, and then it just like went back and forth between like PC and and console. And the thing is, now most games that I would want to play on PC are on console anyway, so it's just more convenient for me to play them on the console. Yeah, my uh, one of my very first computers I had when I was a kid, uh, I had a demo version of Wolfenstein. And I would just play that over and over and over again. And it was like, I think maybe the first two levels of the game and you would just play it so much. You knew where the secret doors were to open it up and like you're shooting all the Nazis and stuff. Um, And then my first experience uh, with Duke Nukem was at my buddy's house and his dad um, introduced me to it. And it's like where you see the strippers and you pay them the money and they dance for you. Pixelated, but the pixelated pixelated boobies. boobies. Yeah. Yeah. So that was my, uh, my first experience with Duke Nukem, I remember playing that. Uh, <laughs> My first experience with pixelated behooves. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I used to like. He that's kind of how I got introduced into PC gaming was my buddy. His dad owned a computer store, so he had like oh, the top of the cool. line computer, right? So I would play. That's how I learned StarCraft, uh, Diablo, Diablo Two. Used to play that as well. Um, I remember, like, I really liked Warcraft Three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frozen Throne, like all that stuff, yeah. because I am a huge tower defense. Yes, kind of me person. lord. 
work, work. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, like, I played um, the different variations of the multiplayer games, and I love tower defense, like, the options you got in that. Mm-hmm. And I would play that so dang much. So dang much. So, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah. No, that was a lot of fun, too. Thanks for the question, Kevin. I uh, really appreciate that, and hopefully uh, that answered it pretty good. I mean, yes, we have history in computer games. Uh, I think we both probably lean towards more of consoles nowadays. Uh, I don't have too many PC games that I play, but yeah. Yeah, that's same with me. It's all console right now. All right, question number two. Number two. This comes from all the way in the northernmost southern galaxy, and it comes from... <laughs> You like that, eh? The northernmost southern galaxy. <laughs> uh, Josh, frantic, frantic society. Uh, Josh, <laughs> frantic saliva. Frantic saliva. Josh also does a <laughs> podcast, so go check that out at the cartridgeclub.org website. Um, but his his question was, uh, oh no, that was something else. Here it is. Bees. Uh, bees. Mister Clean, right behind you. <laughs> Uh, he says he's <laughs> catching up on our episodes, but he asks us some favorite comedy movies. So I'm being good here. I'm limiting myself <laughs> to six because this was eventually going to be um, an episode in it the still future, will which be. is still it's going still to be. Yeah, yeah. So I'm limiting myself to six where Chris has 45. Uh, <laughs> Not quite 45. <laughs> okay, 36. Uh, so I'm going to go first. Um, my six are uh, Rat Race. I love the cast in that. It always makes me laugh. Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. Such a good movie. If you haven't seen it yet, it is bloody hilarious. Uh, any Monty Python really tickles my fancy, but uh, The Holy Grail, just that one, that was the very first one I watched. So like, Quest for the Holy Grail. So that one is probably my favorite. So, Shaun of the Dead. So sorry, just sec. Speaking of that. Yeah. Um, I mean, this episode, shameless self-promotion, uh, one of the more recent uh, retro film dangos was on the Monty Python trilogy. So you should probably go listen to that, Frasier, if you haven't yet. Ooh, it was a I very, very, yeah, very, very good episode. Um, they had, um, uh, I believe it's Grey Wolf on, um, who was a very good guest. Um, and yeah, they talked about all three movies and it was really good. Um yeah, so go listen to it. Thank you very much. I will have to give that a listen. Anything about Money Python, like it, I don't know. I always enjoy it. Um, then I had Shaun of the Dead. So as you could tell, there's like a lot of like <laughs> not regular, like uh, it's, it's foreign comedies, I guess. Uh, I love the Grand Budapest Hotel. Mm, Wes yeah, Anderson. That very was good. good. Yeah. Very good movie. And then uh, Princess Bride. Mm. Um, it makes me laugh. Some people might not think of it as comedy, more of a romantic comedy, but it's still makes me laugh like andre the giant <laughs> oh, i yeah. am the brute squad everybody <laughs> everything is just that movie just makes me laugh what a, a peanut so. <laughs> hey pretty lady want a peanut <laughs> uh I, I don't know that didn't sound anything like andre but i don't think you anybody can sound like andre no like no. he was such a unique individual but yes those are my six i'm limiting myself to six here's chris 437 so i have 14 i, I quickly did a list <laughs> i always have to do a list okay we, we won't go too much into detail but 14 of my favorite comedies for the most part these are ones where my wife and i will rift off each other and we always quote these movies like my wife will do these quotes at work or somebody somewhere and people will look at her like she's got eight eyes and she's like oh chris will get this and we just that's they're just part of our everyday life so we have the wedding singer 
awesome Adam Sandler movie. I don't care what you say, yes. Ramvox. It's very, very good. Uh, <laughs> Tommy Boy, another one we quote oh. the hell out of, right? Chris Farley and David Boy. Spade, so good. Uh, Happy Gilmore, gotta love Happy Gilmore. I yeah, have uh, Office Space. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen Office Space, but it's definitely <laughs> up there. I remember watching that in high school. Uh, we have the Naked Gun trilogy. First one is the best out of all of them, but it's still. I completely. I was gonna say I completely agree with that yep. first one. Uh, Dumb and Dumber. Love Dumb and Dumber. I didn't like Dumb and Dumber. You don't like Dumb and Dumber, seriously? I don't like Jim Carrey that much. Oh wow! Well, that just reminded me, and I'm just adding it to the list right now. So I have 15. Is Ace Ventura? <laughs> um, i've watched them all i've watched all of his movies i just i some of them i just don't oh, resonate I love with it. me uh shawn of the dead which you already mentioned yeah 40 uh, year old virgin love that movie uh, that's a very good yeah. movie uh school of rock great movie, very good movie and it's a good one to watch with your kids uh the holy grail we already mentioned uh mentioned that yep uh uncle buck love me some john uncle candy Buck's so good yeah uncle buck yeah uh space balls john candy again um, yes. Not just John Candy, but Rick Moranis and and um, Mel Brooks. Great movie. Uh, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Mel Brooks again. Love that movie. <laughs> We're men. We're men in We're tights. Men in tights. tights. <laughs> uh, Great Outdoors. Awesome. That's We got to watch that every summer. Uh, just, I don't know. It's not a Canadian movie. I, f- f- to me, it feels like it's a Canadian movie, even though it's not. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the last one, and this one might be kind of not fitting the rest of the other ones, but Bedtime Stories. That was Adam Sandler. It was it? Adam Sandler. Uh, it's a great... I We we actually watched that, like uh, I was going to say recently, but it was like six months ago. It was really good. Yeah, it's a good one. The kids love it. Um, that's the one I always use as the clip uh, when I'm doing my YouTube videos where it's like, for, for free. free. Sounds yeah. good to me. Anyways, uh, yeah, so that's my list of 52 uh, favorite comedies. 767. 932. 40 hours So thank you very much for later. that question. <laughs> Three days later. <laughs> and that's my, my favorite movies. But we will um, do a full-blown episode. Uh, maybe we'll do yeah. our top. We'll do it like what we have, maybe our top five favorite comedy movies and we'll we'll try to keep them literally to true comedies so something like the princess bride or maybe even the great outdoors might not qualify or even uncle buck because they're not yeah. true i mean there are comedies but they're also dramedies i guess i see i still think without going too far into this i still think if it's got comedy in it like if it's a rom- romantic comedy or a dramatic comedy or mm-hmm. crap like that it's still a comedy yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's still a comedy it still has its moments for me yeah, so yeah. i would still classify that as a comedy but thank you very much for the question all right and our last question is from ryan aka it's rocket sauce uh and his question is i am a new listener but have you ever talked about your diet referring to myself chris you're looking slim these days well thank you very much um yeah we we briefly touched on this a couple episodes ago right yeah it was like two or three yeah, he so just, he just poops a lot. Like, yeah, just a lot. Of poop. <laughs> <laughs> just a lot of poop, nonstop. Pooping back and forth forever. <laughs> back and forth forever. forever. <laughs> <laughs> we end up just quoting Cards Against Humanity cards. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, so actually, I have lost about fifty pounds. Uh, Jeez, right? Yeah, 
So I, I, I started, where's the rest of you? Yeah, I know. So, I, and you know what? You don't like, you see pictures of me. Um, when you see me in person, you'll really notice like I'm at the point now. I mean, 50 pounds is a lot of weight. Um, when people see me, they're like, holy shit, Chris, like you, you definitely looking good. You lost some weight and stuff and, and it feels good. Right. You always like when yeah. people do that to you. I mean, I feel a little, um, uh, not shy, but a little, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? Where Self-conscious? Not self-conscious. Um, I can't think of the right word. Uh, people. Bashful. Maybe bashful. Maybe that's a good word. Yeah. Dopey. Not dopey. Uh, sleepy. Grumpy. grumpy yeah. Doc. Hungry. <laughs> gassy. Uh, gassy. It's gassy, gassy, right? It's gassy. But um, yeah, I mean, people making the comments and, and, and it's nice. I like it. And I feel so much better. Like, so the secret to my diet is a lot of hard work. Uh, I've been at this since uh, September. I am lucky that the job I work at, I'm able to have a one hour lunch. And for the most part, I'm going to the gym for that one hour lunch. So I get a full hour at the gym where I'm able to do, uh, for the most part, it's the elliptical machine. That's my, my um, choice for cardio. And then I also well, it's good. It's good for your joints and everything. Well, right? it's like not it's as not strenuous a, a on your on your knees and Man. stuff, right? So that's good. Um, and then I do a bunch of weight stuff as well. And the people at the gym kind of work through some routines for me, and I've just kind of learned and picked up other things as I've gone. But um, that first little while, anybody that's starting out, um, the weight—it's amazing how quickly it comes off. Like I set a goal to lose two pounds a week and I use my, my Fitbit app that we talked about or the fitness, my fitness yeah. pal app. And it shows, okay, you currently weigh this much. It's called your T D E E. So if you look that up on, on YouTube or on YouTube, on the internet, T D E E, uh, there's a, you put in your height, your weight, your age, and your daily activity. So like whether you literally do nothing all day or if you're a fairly active person and it tells you, this is how many calories you need to eat to maintain your weight. So if you want to lose weight, you take that number and shave off like 500 calories. So when you're bigger, mm-hmm. like I originally was, uh, knocking off 500 calories, that's nothing. That's easy. So between knocking those calories off and then starting to watch what I eat, eat better, um, the weight just started coming off like it was fast. Like it was really easy to see the results. And when you start seeing those results, you're like, Holy crap, this is awesome. This is going good. Uh, now. So I'm six months into this roughly. And we started in September. So that's about six months. And I'm kind of at a stalemate right now. You're at a plateau. I plateaued a little bit. So I'm at like 222 pounds right now. Uh, it's still really good though. Oh, it's, it's very good. I'm very happy. Uh, my original goal was to, to get to 200 pounds. I'd still like to get there, but we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, like the last month, the last month and a bit, I've stayed at this 222. Excuse me. So uh, I'm trying to tweak things a bit to see if I can't get over this plateau, right? Get over the hump to, to come back down a bit more. Um, well, it's just it's just changing your exercises up a bit, right? Like that's part your body of it gets sure. used to it, and you just got to flip something. That's part so of it. from now on, do all your exercises with your arms. So if you're doing elliptical, do it with your arms instead. So go upside down and do the elliptical <laughs> upside down with your. <laughs> Come on, do it, do it now. 
Uh, but the, the the lady at the gym actually warned me. She's like, at some point you're going to plateau and you're going to need to really mix things up. So I think I want to try to set up another appointment with like the fitness trainer and just go over some new stuff that I can mix in. As well, I watch a lot of YouTube videos on this. There's a few people I follow online uh, that have done like the big weight loss stuff and, and they give you kind of tips. And the one thing uh, that I just started this week is I'm increasing my cardio a little bit more than I have been. Um, just so I can do more cardio, which in turn burns more calories, but I'll still eat the kind of the same amount I have been eating. I don't want to, I don't really want to shave off much more for calorie intake than what I have right now. Like I try to hit about 1700 to 2000 calories a day right now. That's where I try to stop. And, um, it's tough sometimes. Like, uh, I, I find lately the evenings have been really tough for me. Uh, I'll sit down to watch an episode of a TV show. And for whatever reason, it's just, I associate that with eating. Well, I, you know what it is? It's everybody does, right? Yeah. Everybody does. Oh yeah. You can't help it. Yeah. That that's kind of the, the last couple of weeks I've been struggling with that. Um, so tonight I stopped eating early. Like I tried to stop eating by nine o'clock at night. I was actually by about eight o'clock tonight. I've stopped eating. I have a tea now, which I can drink. No problem. There's no sugar, no calories in it. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, one other tip to, to just to throw out there, try to get rid of uh, the e- easy calories to stop. So pop is a big one. Uh, and, and those sugary drinks, any sugary drink you have, whether it's pop or juice or even milk. Juice is just as bad as pop, oh, yeah. what people don't realize, right? Yeah, yeah. So like in the mornings, I have coffee, black coffee. No sugar, no sweetener, no nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I don't actually eat my first meal until lunchtime, about 12, 1 o'clock. So I am also doing mm-hmm. what's called intermittent fasting. So I stop eating at about uh, 9 o'clock at night, and then I don't eat again until about noon or 1. So I, it's called the 16-8. So I fast for six, 16 hours, and then I eat my calories in an 8-hour window. Um Okay. I don't find it an issue. The, when I first started, it was tough because you get really hungry in the morning. But the coffee's but a, yeah, because you're trying to break a habit. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, the coffee's a good um, uh, appetite suppressor. So I'll have a coffee in the mm-hmm. morning, and then I switch over to water. And then sometimes there'll be a hump that I got to get over, but it's pretty easy as long as I'm busy at work. I keep myself distracted, and then next thing you know, I go to the gym, come back, and I have my first meal of the day, and I'm fine. Um, there's a lot of studies out there. If you go research it and look it up at intermittent fasting, you're not hurting your body. You're not doing anything bad, but there's proven research that shows this is safe to do. It's just, it's just causing from what it sounds like, it's just forcing your body to, to work on the stored fat that normally would just sit dormant there. That's exactly before you break on any new calories, right? That's exactly what it does. See, just, I'm not that dumb. <laughs> you just, uh, with regards to that, you have to, uh, you have to get to a certain point of fasting for that to kick in, right? So yeah. that's why they say you need to try to go at least 16 hours. And you know what? You might only do 10 hours to start, and that's fine because you're just slowly building up to it. Try 10 hours. Try 11, then mm-hmm. 12, and so on and so forth. And eventually, you might hit that 16, no problem. And uh, once you hit that, I think it's about, they say, between 12 and 14 hours, that's when your body kicks in and it starts using those fat cells up and burns those. We'll we'll see, like one of my favorite sayings I'm going to put to this, uh, it doesn't matter the size of the steps that you take 
as long as it takes you in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And like you said, even if you only do six, eight, ten, as long as you're making the attempts to do it, that is a landmark in itself. Like yeah. you need to start rewarding yourself for these little things because and not put yourself down because when you put yourself down, like that was like the whole thing with our, our new year's one, right? Like you mm-hmm. put yourself down and it deters you from going on further. Cause you're like, well, I'm not going to keep failing at this, but failure is what makes you work harder as long as you use it as positive motivation. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Big time. And, and, uh, and you can't use it as an excuse either. Cause a lot of people will yeah. fail the one, the one, one night they might binge and eat. 4,000 calories and they'll be like, Oh, screw it. I've ruined my diet. I'm done. I'm going to no one night. Yeah. One night. It doesn't ruin your human. You're human. It happens. It happened to me like a week ago. So just move on from yeah. it. Keep your normal routine and just continue on as if you're, everything was fine and normal and you'll just get back on track. Yeah. And then like next week when I come up with Ashley, um, we can work on some other exercises with you. Like I'll cover your back in steaks and we'll put a bunch of ravenous dogs behind you. I wonder where you were going with that one for a second there. Holy cow. <laughs> tons of steaks. Ton, tons of steaks. I know it kind of went a weird way, but no, I'm going to cover you in steaks and let the dogs run after you. Aren't you supposed to see how fast you run? Aren't you supposed to be bringing some chicken wings or did that not happen? That didn't happen. Uh, I didn't go to, I didn't go get the chicken wings. Uh, I'm not going to eat like 600 chicken. No, wings, but we're going to split wings. some chicken wings. So. Yeah, yeah, I can always, I can still get them. That's no, not an whatever. issue. That's not an issue. Yeah. Don't worry. Now we're, Don't worry we're about it. I go you. from diet to chicken wings. I want some chicken yeah, wings. The chicken wings. The chicken, Baked chicken wings. Baked chicken wings, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, there's there's probably a ton more I could talk about, but I probably bored everybody for the last 10 minutes. I mean, except no, it's, for it's, Ryan, it's, so. Well, no, it's, in, it's an inspiration, especially when you see a friend doing it. It's different like someone on YouTube or someone, um, like, you know, all these pictures on Instagram where people are just, like I could, like I joked about it, like genetically gorgeous, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? But it, it's when you see a friend do it, and you're like, "Well, he's just like me. Yeah. She's just like me." And that's 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 and the it, huge it, thing. It yeah. moves you in the right direction, yeah. right? If he like can do it. That, if she can do it, I can do it. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not boring at all. It's if anything, it can it's going to help people that listen. Well, I hope it does. And uh, yeah, if anybody has any questions or or uh, they want any more information, feel free to reach out to me. Uh, you can send me a message on Twitter. You can send me uh, an email, whatever. Message me on Facebook. It doesn't matter. I'm always up for talking. And I mean, I know there's a Discord group in the Cartridge Club. Uh, I think it's like CC or Fitness 2019 or something. And there's a bunch of us in there that chat every now and again. So uh, yeah, hit me up and uh, I'd be happy to chat and talk. I'm, I'm no expert, but just even talking about it, it motivates me more. And I know it probably goes both ways. So. Well, and, and, and also like just your, uh, any information from the experiences you had might help someone who's plateauing themselves. Yeah, right? exactly. So yes, thank you very much for the question. And Chris, thank you for making me look more hideous now when I stand next to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, three questions. Thank you guys, everyone who sent a question. If you have a question for us, just, just send it on, send, send it on the interwebs Oof, in the internet highway. Uh, and we'll gladly answer them as long as it's within our means. Yeah, I'll still try to answer it even if it's not. No, like if it's like the answer, like if it's a question, like I need the potion for this kind of thing. I'm like, I'm not a sorcerer. What is I'm a wizard. the meaning of life? Wizards don't do <laughs> potions, man. Hmm? What is the meaning of life? 42. 
Can I do some shameless self-promotion now? Of course. That's the name of the episode. So <laughs> it's actually not about me. Oh, it's okay. it's it's a, it's a shameless self-promotion for someone that would not do it themselves because they have shame, I guess. Ooh. Um, yes, <laughs> I have no shame. Uh, it's for my wife. Yeah, um, my wife is a graphic designer. You've seen her work. If you've looked at my PPG stuff, uh, our R3 stuff, um, she's done that for us and myself. Um, she has a project called Edible Ampersand. Mm-hmm. which I joke on countless times called edible underpants, but it is not. <laughs> it is edible ampersand. My wife loves, loves typography. Um, and she decided to do this project where she gets the ampersand, which is the and symbol in many uh, different fonts. And then she takes a food and she'll sit there and carve it, cut it, and then place it out and take a picture of it, and it looks like that font's ampersand. Um, she's been doing it for quite some time. Every week she posts one. She took a little bit of a break over the holidays, but every week she does one. Uh, and you can find her on Instagram or Facebook um, at just edible ampersand at the end of facebook.com or instagram.com. And she's really, really passionate about this, really enjoys this. And as much as it annoys the living crap out of me, sometimes to come home and there's like food literally everywhere. <laughs> um, it, it's, I could tell she really enjoys it. like, like the podcast for you and me, this is like her version of that. Like she, yeah. this is what she really enjoys. Um, and the cool thing is a lot of the food that she uses is food that's starting to spoil or, like we're like when she's got it at a grocery store, it's almost past the point, and she, then you know like she puts it up there and makes it looks beautiful and lights it up and takes pictures and stuff like that. Or when she does it, it's food that we're gonna devour quite <laughs> quickly after. Yeah. But like some it's of the stuff she's dinner. done is just really neat. <laughs> yeah, like the poutine one was tonight's dinner. Yeah, no word of a lie. Like the Canadian one we did the poutine that was that was our dinner. Um, but yeah, like she's had so much fun. It's just, it's really nice seeing her do this kind of stuff because you could tell that she really enjoys it. And that like, she just thinking up ideas and coming up with stuff like that. It's, it's fun. So that's why I want to do some shameless self-promotion for my wife. Well, it looks awesome. I've been following hers for the longest time now seeing it. And like, I remember when you guys went up North with us, she did the blueberry one, which was really cool. And I like how yeah. she picks the themes when, whatever was going on at the time and does it so it's yeah. very cool she actually yeah she'll pick if it's a specific day coming up national pickle day or national this she'll try her best to make her ampersand a theme yeah. of that event so she's got i don't know how many pictures up right now uh, if you want to check her out but there's tons of stuff she's done it and if you have any suggestions um you can shoot her a message on facebook with that edible ampersand or instagram and she takes uh, all suggestions like if you have a suggestion for like a font or what you would like her to try and make it out of she is extremely open to that kind of stuff you know what would be a cool one i don't know when what? or how she should do one with people edible ampersand chris but we're not cannibals but but, but it would be cool to see it with people <laughs> i know they're not cannibals. i'm not saying it <laughs> okay cows how about cows can we herd cows into the shape of the ampersand That'd be really hard, but I imagine you could. But then I'd have to get a helicopter or a drone. And you think I got that kind of walking around money? Derek's got I don't a know drone. About that, Chris. You could borrow Derek's drone. Derek, can I borrow? It seems like every episode we bug Derek. We have to. We're going to have to have him on. 
Hey, dear, can I borrow your drone? (laughs) And then can you teach me how to use your drone? And then can you forgive me for wrecking your drone? Uh, yeah, I guess edible ampersand and people, I mean, soylent green, it doesn't really work. <laughs> as, soon as, you, as soon as you said that, I'm like, we're not cannibals or zombies, Chris. I know, but I'm just thinking how cool it would look with the people. It would look, it would look really neat. Yeah. It would, yeah. but. But I get it. Okay, we'll, we'll train cats. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for laughing so loud. That was terrible, Chris. Why? Oh my God. Train cats <laughs> to put them in the shape. It's Chinese food, isn't it? <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible, Chris. It's just terrible. There's a, there's a special terrible. place in hell for you right now. Ter- I'm going to do my impression of Charles Barkley for you. Ah, oh, terrible. Oh, no, that was terrible. <laughs> terrible, terrible. Knucklehead, terrible. Okay. Um, that's actually my impression of Frank Caliendo doing an impression of Charles <laughs> It sounded Barkley. like it, didn't it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, so that's my promotion. Uh, go definitely check her check her workout. She really, 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 really like puts the effort in, puts the time. Like you say it with me with editing when I do like a one hour episode, we do a one hour episode, and I do three hours or four hours of editing just over the sound. She'll take like four or five pictures and she'll sit there and just fix the color, do all this stuff, and it's like she does a really good job on it. And she even puts like a little description behind each picture why she did that and why she chose the font and the food to go with it and stuff like that. Yay. So yeah. Yay. I'm being a good husband. <laughs> Brownie points. Ding. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm going to get it for my wife Man. tonight. What the hell? Why didn't you recommend I... me? <laughs> why didn't you recommend me? I'm going to kick you in the face. <laughs> That's not what Paula sounds like, but I can't do impressions of women. Like my wife, whenever I go to do an impression of my wife, I do like a Dame Edna-esque <laughs> impression. And she's like, why do you do this? I'm like, because this is the closest thing my voice is getting to a woman's voice. No, so. I can picture as Homer when he's trying to pretend to be Marge. Ah, Homer, <laughs> don't do no, that. Homer. <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. The Ramble Record Repeat Random Recommendation. Say that five times fast. No. Do you have one? Uh, yes, yes, I do. I have one as well. <laughs> what are you giggling about over there? You can go first with your random recommendation, sir. Wouldn't it be funny if it was the same one? Mm-hmm. One of these days, it might happen. It might, it might actually happen. You never know. Uh, my random recommendation is actually a random recommendation from you and Paula. Oh, okay. I'm stealing it. It is a card game called Blackout. Ah, nice. Yes, which is also known as Oh Hell or Oh Pshaw. Oh, but I I commonly know it as (laughs) (laughs) I commonly know it as Blackout. It is a super fun card game. Everybody, and I'm I'm not embellishing this at all. Everybody that I have told about this card game, whether it be my mother-in-law, my parents, my brother, both my grandmothers, their friends love this game it is a simple even my other friends um dushin and his uh girlfriend susan boom love this game like we play it almost every time we hang out there and it is such a fun card game where the pretty much the whole object of the game is to get as many hands as possible and you have to call yourself like say you're going to get five hands and actually get what you call and it is so much yeah if you've ever played euchre it uses kind of similar rules to that uh, with regards to taking yeah. tricks, um, p- pretty much, or sitting in the bush. It's sitting in the bush. Anytime we've played that game with somebody, 
the next time they're over, mm. they're like, hey, let's play Blackout. So it's definitely a hit. Every time we've come up, we've played. Yeah. Every time we've come up, we've yeah. played. And it's so much fun. So that is my random recommendation. Like it, it is, oh, it is so much fun. <laughs> we'll have to play. So much fun. And it's easy. Oh, it's very right? easy it's like to easy learn. Easy to set easy up, to easy teach, to play. Yeah. 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 It's a card game. If they, if, if there ever was a card game that was the equivalent of a one night stand, it would be Blackout. <laughs> you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. <laughs> Boom. You know, yep. <laughs> but that is my random recommendation. Okay. Very good, very good, sir. That is not my random recommendation. My random My random recommendation will be the Berry Game Exchange that is coming up on April the seventh, Sunday, April seventh, from noon to four p.m. at the Holly Community Center, one seventy one Maple Ave in Berry. We will have over one hundred and forty tables of video games and accessories, board games, vintage toys, pop figures, geek art, and so much more. Everybody that attends the show has a chance to win a three hundred dollars EB Games gift card. It is free entry with paid admission. The doors open at noon. If you want to get in early to find that deal, we also offer VIP admission. That is ten dollars from eleven o'clock till four p.m. General mission is $5 at the door starting at noon till 4 p.m. And kids 10 and under are free. The Berry Game Exchange, Canada's largest video game and geek culture trade show. So shameless. <laughs> so shameless. You did that. See, that one was even better than the first I one. I know, right? So, yeah. <clears throat> I'm just going to, I'm the whole episode, I'm just going to cut that one clip out. It's going to be like an hour just repeating that. Over and over, yeah. <clears throat> That'd be perfect. I mean, shameless self-promotion. <laughs> no, but it's true. It, you know, you, if you got it, flaunt it. So you might as well. This is, I mean, put it this way. Everybody, for the most part, that is listening to this podcast will be there if they can be there. Uh, if if they're exactly. a Cartridge Club member that lives out in California or that lives down south somewhere, I get it. They probably aren't going to make it. But I know most of the locals, I know Derek, I know Kevin, I know Bill, I know Joe, um, who else, uh, Josh, if he's listening, Troy, all those guys, uh, and girls, Sarah, Sarka Sim, I don't know if she listens to this, but she'll be there because Kevin's there. I know they will all be there supporting it. It's such an awesome event. I know we've been <laughs> promoting it a ton, but it's even just getting together with everybody and hanging out. It's such a fun time. Exactly. I might be busy as hell and I can't quite enjoy it as everybody else, but I still get to see everybody and hang out a little bit. And it, it's just so much fun. Is Wilson going to be there? Wilson is going to be there this time. Yeah. Cause he wasn't there uh, last year either. So I can't come. He can't I come. can't come. Uh, yeah. I don't like Wilson. He's a jerk. Yeah. Everybody loves Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, Wilson. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's a lot of fun. And if anybody coming to the Berry Game Exchange has any Bowser Amiibos, or King DDD Amiibos from Smash Brothers. Hook me up, buddy. Hook those me up. the only two you still need? I still got a bunch more, but those are my those are my playable those characters. Those are your mains, Smash. yeah. Okay. Those are my dudes. Well, I'm sure you'll be able to find them there with over 140 oh, tables. Yeah. You will not have a problem, sir. See, I did that just so you could with over 140 <laughs> tables. It's like you're a professional at this, man. It's I, like you're a professional. I, get, I just set the pins up and you knock them down. Well, all I do every night is stand in front of the mirror and just repeat it over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> and Paula's like, oh, put on the jacket. And he's like, is Mr. Plow. <laughs> very cave exchange jacket. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, but it's good, though. It's it's a passion, right? Oh, it is. I mean. And that's and, that, and that's what the best part about it is. It, it's it's our eighth show. It's a passion and it's so much fun. 
doesn't feel like work. Eh, sometimes it does. No, it doesn't. Sometimes it does, but no, it doesn't. It, do- it doesn't. It doesn't. Hell, dude, I come and set the tables up just because it's like a little extra time for us to hang out and chill. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Like, it's just, it's fun. Yeah. No, I'm going to give a quick little, a little, little, a little uh, tidbit. I got a really ramble tidbit right now. Okay. Um, just a brief thing. Uh, if anyone was wondering, uh, my recovery from the multiple accidents I, <laughs> I had, I'm doing very well. Um, and then uh, big news in my life. Yes. After about 15 years at huge, the same huge. job, uh, I'm starting a new job on Monday, the 18th. Uh, I got a job with the, the TTC and I'm so nervous as all hell because it's been 15 years since I've had to do this starting from the bottom of the, uh, the, the totem pole, but it's a, it's a city job and I'm looking forward to starting fresh. Yay. That's awesome. It's crazy. That's huge news. It's crazy. It's huge. It's so nerve wracking. <laughs> I can imagine. Oh my God. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday night, right? You're going to be like pins yeah. and needles, not no sleep. <clears throat> oh yeah, pretty much. And like, but like I was, who was I talking to about this? Like I actually was one of the guys there and the guy's like, oh yeah, man, I'm 25 and this is a big deal. This is a huge change for me. I looked at him like, <laughs> dude, you're 25. I'm 35. I've been doing my line of work for 15 years and I'm making this change. Yeah. Like complete change. And this other guy looks at me, my new best friend I met there. He's awesome. Corey. Shout out to Corey, whoa, my new whoa, best friend. Whoa. He goes, whoa. <laughs> no, don't worry. I'm going to bring him up then, and you're going to like Corey too. And it's going to be like the three amigos, man. Oh, okay. Get rid of Wilson. Okay. Throw Corey in there. And he turns, he's like, I'm 50 and I'm making this change. He's actually 50 years old. Oh, wow. Making a job change. That's big. So it just yeah. goes to show, like, having like that security of a city job and everything. Like, it, it's, it's a huge change for myself and Ashley and like our family, and hopefully um, taking us in the right step for our future. And then the last thing I want to talk about is this awesome, awesome prank that was pulled by none other than my damn parents Ooh. and Paula. Oh, I know we I know we talked about it a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I don't like this. That's why it's called really ramble. We can just talk about whatever. Mm-hmm. And this is I thought about this today made me laugh. Um, parents, my dad and my mom went up to uh, or it was mainly my dad went up to Collingwood because he was doing some drive training there and it was for your wife's work. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the car, the girls were talking about, you know, so-and-so and, and uh, Paula and their son loves inflatables and all this stuff. So my dad goes, is uh, Paula's uh, husband named Chris? And they're like, yes. Oh, my son's like best friends with him, <clears throat> with best friends with both of them. I'm like, oh, so I guess like they ended up texting Paula yep. saying, you know, Fraser's dad's in the car with us, blah, 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 blah. So my dad came back. Um, uh, they met together and they talked a little bit. And was it later that day, I got a picture from Paula with her, like with my, her arm around my dad taking a stupid <laughs> selfie. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? I didn't even know my dad was in Collingwood. I'm like, okay, good joke, right? So then it goes down the road. And every time I saw your wife, oh, how's my best friend Glenn doing? <laughs> how's my best friend Glenn doing? So then... Um, for Christmas, you guys, uh, we exchanged gifts, and I got a I got a gift, and I opened up, which is actually still on my gaming shelf. I haven't moved it from where I put it; it's <laughs> staying there. Uh, I opened it up, and it's a picture of my mom and dad now with Paula taking a picture, and I'm like, Paula's stealing my goddamn parents. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm Paula stealing my goddamn parents. So, as a final joke, when we came up after Christmas, I decided it was only fair that I put a picture of my family up on yep, your wall. And it's still there. It's downstairs. <laughs> and it just works. Per- my dad's like, do you think he still has it up? And I'm like, probably. Yep. 
it probably. Is still where it was put. <laughs> and I was just, it was so perfect because you just like one of those things you look. I think you have the video. Well, still. I was just gonna say I have the video, so maybe I will either edit it up or I'll shoot it over to you, and you can put it up as the first video on our R three uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, that'd be awesome because then it, just the reaction I had oh, was perfect. It was awesome. So if you, that'll definitely be going up soon. So those are my really ramble <laughs> moments. Do you have any quick? No, ones? I don't. But what I would like to say is, uh, Josh on Twitter, uh, while we were recording this, he just also commented. Also, y'all, y'all, he put y'all should look into getting a Cartridge y'all. Club North America forum thread for comments. And then right below that, we see good idea done from Derek. So we now have a thread over at the cartridgeclub.org forum. So if you want to leave a comment on this episode or any other episodes, you can head over there uh, under podcast, ramble, record, repeat. Oh, that's so cool. They like they us, really They like really us. like us. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you guys very much for for listening uh, yet again, very game exchange. I'm not going to do the whole spiel like Christmas, so that will ruin it, but definitely go to it as, as someone who started off as just a, I guess a customer of it or not even a vendor, just a person that goes to it. There's something about an event like this. There's something about like Chris himself that puts on the event like this. Um, he is a geek putting on an event mm. for geeks, you know, and, you are do, doing yourself a disservice if you don't go to this. It's a lot of fun. You end up going for the deals and finding stuff, and you end up staying because you meet someone and having a good conversation, and a lot of friends are made through events Huge. like this. Yep. So it's not only a video game swap. It's definitely a community mm-hmm. gathering. It's oh, so yeah. much fun. I kind of liked answering questions in the middle of this episode. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So maybe we'll do that for the next one. I really enjoyed like have a little bit of a topic at the beginning and then some questions and then topic at the end. Mm. Yes. I, I, I agree 100%. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. I have a big goofy smile on my face. Yeah, we will need to uh, like, and I, maybe we'll do it a little bit sooner, but like the day before or something, tweet it out. All right, Five ask us minutes some before we record. <laughs> yeah. So we don't get a well, list of 375 movies, Chris. What's wrong with that? <laughs> but definitely, I had a fun time. So thank you again for everybody that uh, <clears throat> that uh, sent us a question, and we look forward. For to Those of more. you that didn't get working on it now, we need the yeah. next episode. Favorite sandwich? Ooh, uh, then we can do a whole episode on sandwiches. Womp womp. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Have a good one. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to Ramble Record Repeat. Tune in next episode for... I, I really don't know.